Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Legends Never Die, a.k.a. My name, Bennett, and I ain't in it. And to my left, I have my co-host. Hey, y'all. Steph, for those who don't know. <laughs> Motherfucker, get some, get some episodes released to the public, forget how to introduce themselves, huh? That's what we doing today? Okay. That's what we doing today. My name is Headache, because that's what I got. Well, um, so I we haven't been here. We haven't been in actual in the, in the studio in a couple in a couple weeks. You know, trying to you know celebrate the release. You know, when it was Christmas and New Year's, and then just a whole bunch of otherness. How you been? Well, your girl is jobless. Friendless, manless. So I feel like I'm starting out the year like real tight, actually. You know, dead weight. Is it dead weight? All the dead weight's gone. JK. We'll, we'll talk about it, but yeah. I'm I mean I'm I'm in a good space. Mm-hmm. I just didn't expect it, all those shifts to happen at once. Because they've all happened in the last two weeks. So it's been an interesting last two weeks. But I'm proud of myself because I've been introduced to a new me that didn't exist if this would have happened like a year ago. That's good. That's good. Me, myself, and I, we we we're all right. We we're good. Um we're we we are learning to deal with some of the feedback because like now episodes are in the public, right? And so like people have you really received feedback? Maybe you haven't, but people have come up to me on some Either I really agree with you or I really <laughs> don't agree with you. And it's generally vote one of those two. It's never one of those, like, only only, only Austin is the one that's like, you have some good points, but also fuck you. It's like... Oh, I ever- mean, anyone who's listened, they said they were just like, oh, you're cute. They haven't, <laughs> like, I haven't actually had somebody who said something. I mean, I've been, I've been called, I've been called problematic. I've been called trash. I've been called genius. I've been called you spin that real shit, dog. And and it's like, huh? You know what? I'm okay with it because in 2018, I said what I said, and you're not gonna beat my ass. That's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> mood dead ass. <laughs> Oh, my God. I just put something on my IG story, and somebody responded to it, and they were like, don't paint with such a broad, or whatever the fuck he said. Basically, don't paint with a broad brush. Because you probably— strokes with a broad Because you was probably brush. saying some, something about men, men are trash, and, he, you know, he he new to the game, so he don't know that, like, you don't really give a flying fuck about how no, people— No, this is a person who knows me, and I was—but—and this is something I planned on talking about when we got to one of our topics, but— I, as the year was closing, I was like, I don't, I don't have the energy to argue my opinion because I don't want you to agree with me necessarily, and I'm definitely not about to change it for you, just because you know what I mean. Like, I'm in if you have a, a conversation, but most people don't have a conversation; they just want to change your point of view. And I'm learning that, and I'm just like, you know, never mind. So my answer is more so like, okay, but I'm also getting to a point where I don't care to voice either. See. I'm. I was with you because, like, again, I grew up from. I grew up in a a, a, a speech, a, like a speech and debate 
type of environment Mm -hmm. where, like, you had to state your opinion, then defend your opinion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and if you didn't defend your opinion adequately, we just just considered your opinion null and void. Because it's like, well, you clearly don't, you you clearly didn't do enough research on the shit to back it up. To a point where you actually, so you clearly didn't Making give a fuck sense. about it. So I'm not going to give a fuck about it. So that's so that's that's the cloth that I was cut out of. So now it, it took a little while for me to like be able to be okay without a resolution to any to, to any discussion. Like sometimes it's a cop out, but sometimes agree to disagree is about the best you're gonna get. That's just where I am right now. I'm doing a lot more agreeing to disagree. And so, like, and so with that, I'm I'm still gonna voice my opinion because yeah, yeah. that's no, who I, I am mean, as a I'm person. More selectively voicing my opinion, if that makes sense. Like, I'm starting to learn the difference of where I need to speak up and where I'm just like, I'm gonna just let y'all figure this out. Like, for instance, um, that whole monkey on the t-shirt thing. Like, Ooh. I don't. I here's okay. So so with that Oprah meme. But, but a couple things. One, one, first and foremost, there's a certain type of people, type of person that I'm just not going to get an argument with on, online. They have a very distinct look. I'm not going to say that look because people may feel like I'm on some bullshit. But just know, if you could tell the type of motherfucker who's getting ready to argue with you in your mentions or on your in your comments, and you just you know what, you we we not gonna I'm not gonna waste my energy. I honestly thought it was stupid. Like, the whole thing, I thought it was stupid. Like, you guys... Okay, with that, and I'll, and I'll say, we'll say, I'll say a quick thing before we get to actual, our actual topics. Okay. It's very a middle ground between it's no big deal and it's the worst thing in the world. There's a middle ground. I feel like we... Absolutely. I feel like we as a culture have gotten away from middle grounds in gray areas. We either think everything is either black or white, and that's not how the world works. So, for example, this one, yes, they, they probably shouldn't put a black kid in something that says the coolest little monkey. But if there was a white kid in that same, in that same shit, no one would give a fuck. So the issue is that, like, some, whoever was over at Project at H&M, who's also probably fired, First and foremost, that person, mm-hmm. that person definitely does not have a job anymore. Secondly, that person probably didn't put two and two together until it was too late. That like, you know, the whole monkey, you know, you know, thing, the stereo with the stereotype in the history probably didn't put two and two together. Cause it was like the coolest little monkey in the jungle. I know people who refer to their kids, white kids, black kids, Asian kids, or whatever, as monkeys because they climb around and do crazy shit. Like a lot of people commonly just refer to their children as monkeys. Oh, my little monkey. Like, like, but, like. But I also I get it. But this is one time where I'm like, I just, I think it was just like it was death, but it wasn't the intent. It's one of those things where we the intent probably but the intent wasn't malicious, but the execution was flawed. But because they could have put that sweatshirt on the white kid, no, no one, one would have said a damn thing, and we would all be about our lives. Right. But again, the, the the intent probably wasn't malicious, but the execution was flawed. But in 2018, nobody leaves room for forgiveness. No. And I feel like. There's one thing if people don't acknowledge it, but as soon as it was brought to the attention of H&M, they apologized, removed all content. It's like the same thing with Pepsi. It was deaf. It was stupid, but it was, uh, they apologized. Removed. They removed all content. And it's like, now I'm starting to realize, like, we get stuck at being angry. 
And I call I like to call this social media activism because it doesn't come with real intent. Because the whole point of like racism and and calling it out is to get actionable responses. Same with sexism, patriarchy, everything. Right. And mostly you want people to respond. And I'm like, well, the company responded. (laughs) And they but in this instance with this particular situation, it's like after that, like there's nothing more there. There's no reason to protest, in my opinion, H&M. Now you can, after, you know, with this situation, have furthering conversations with your your groups and then be like, this is why this is offensive to people, and then change the subject of the matter. But to continue to have the conversation centered around the mistake when it was corrected but as best as they could. And also, okay, I, H&M, first and foremost, I've never been a big fan because I'm not a small person. Bit it, Somebody call it wait, wait, what? waitest. Waitest. And I was like, they, honestly, they are. Yeah, like, if you not, if you, As you want to find something to be angry about, be angry about that. Like, 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 H and M ain't ain't meant ain't meant for a plus size husky, whatever you want. It's not meant for that. But like, one thing I hate is like I hate the rush to oh H and M is canceled. Also, H and M is European though, so if like that's based off of European people, just it's not America day and husky. Like Actually. That. And you know what? Not only not only the European thing because wasn't that Pepsi ad? Like, wasn't it originally for like the European market? But we Americans only got a hold of it after it was already presented in the Euro- European market. Mm-hmm. And like again, like again, we're thinking about American culture and American culture. You know, so since it's so centralized around race, yeah. And and like, but like Europe, Europe is not like that. Not that racism doesn't exist, Nothing, but it's it just, not centered. It's not. It's, it's not, not the same as which America was built on. Right. So I think you know there's a little bit of like tone deaf because it wasn't meant for a Americanized audience. Right. You know, it's it's meant, but we get a little too deep. But, but we get caught on the fact, like. But isn't that crazy? Like, that's how America, like, we're so egotistical as a country, though, where anything media-wise, like, we think we're so forefront on everything that we think everything is about us. So if something is tone deaf, we don't think about the fact that there's a whole other world out there outside of America because we think America creates everything and then people follow suit. And it's like, whoa, like, (laughs) I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, I'm not we, arguing. We go listen. Anymore. We gotta leave Russia to cancel and everything in honestly, 2017. I, I honestly feel the same way because I like, can't do that anymore, especially <laughs> even with my opinions on men. Because like, here's the thing: like, I'm the type of person where like you have to let a people start people enjoy things. You can't I, I, you can't be so woke that you can't enjoy anything. And at this point, with everything everything we're supposed to quote unquote cancel, there's nothing less for us to enjoy. Like if Target ever get caught doing some bullshit, it's still going. But that's the thing. Like this is how hypocritical it is because, like, take for instance, like the Chick Fil A situation. We all know he's he's racist and a huh. loud and proud homophobe. But everybody, even gay people, will joke like. This to I'm gonna still go eat this gay chicken like da 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 or you know what I mean? Like, yes, it's like it's like it's like what are we? I mean, what are we doing? Like it feels like, and then we get so caught up in call out culture because it's like, all right, I'm not angry at this, but I'm angry at this, and if you're not angry at this with me, then then we can't da 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 da. And I get it. There's space for all conversations, and not everyone can be an activist to everything, but make sure when you're upset, it comes with. 
Keep the same energy. Like one of the thing, one of the things is like I hate. Not even necessarily that, but I don't. I'm not sure where I'm. Yeah, it's like it's like one of the things I hated was like the same people, and for this is an example, the same people who were like boy, who like you know, who were talking about like boycott Shea Moisture, like or when Shea Moisture got caught up in their nonsense. You're boycotting Shea Moisture should be because they changed the formula, like. And I even with Shea Moisture, I got that because when you as a black community, right. And I'm and I'm learning this with having this podcast and all my other business ventures. Like we we do this thing in the black community where we want well, all people do it, but because I'm black, I'm focusing on the black community. One, we expect our friends to give us their support. And then outside of that, we expect all black people to give them support. Well, that's not always your intended market. You have to make sure you are you're catering to your audience. So Shame Moisture has gotten to a point where they are like, all right, like Black people aren't just our market, so they sold to Unilever. Right. So, I mean, you're getting mad at the the owner of the company, but he sold, and he like he's not even the owner of this this company anymore. So, it's one know. of the things where, and like, it's like one, two things, and then because one, black people aren't a monolith. We can't be. Uh-huh. There's too many just in our history of how we came into this country and other in other countries. We can't be a monolith. There's too many other things, and I think that I think that's what people expect of us. Because again, from maybe in other cultures it's similar, but I'm not Chinese. I'm not Asian. I'm not Hispanic. I can't speak on that. But people see that the Asian community or the Hispanic community or the white community or the Jewish community all move as one. Based from the outside, that's what they see. So it's like that's why we that's why we're never gonna get anywhere because black people can't support other black people, but you may not see they they probably have these same conversations and these same talking points, but you can't expect black people to just all move one way because our skin color, because every every My skin isn't going every to skin folk ain't your kin folk. Let's be real. Yeah. And secondly, one thing I hate is I hate selective outrage. I hate the people who were talking about like I'm not going to give up my shade moisture. You know it works for me. But the same people will be like, oh you you not boycotting the NFL? You fucking Uncle Tom? Like wait a minute, hold up. Like we can't pick and choose what's okay to not be canceled versus what's okay not to be canceled. Like, you know what? I, you know, for me, I even had to gain that own understanding. Like, not everybody is going to be upset and outraged about the same thing that I am. And I have to leave space for that to be okay. And that's all that is. That's really all it is. Well, let's get into these topics. <laughs> <laughs> we, we about 15 minutes in. We ain't talking about nothing we're supposed to be talking about. No, no. But that was, that that was, was good. good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Um, so... We already discussed we're leaving canceling everything in 2017. Another other, That's also going into my dating things, though. Another <laughs> another thing we need to talk about is what other things are we leaving in 2017 as far as, like, dating-wise, relationship-wise, dealing with, you know, the opposite sex or the same sex if, you know, you're taking this advice out there in the Internet. So, Steph? I want to take this time to be really transparent and open and talk about what— dating has been for me up until now um you know i'm i'm a very vocal person i'm very open about my my past dating experience in my my childhood and what i grown up in um and i've never known a nurturing openly loving relationship um not from my parents not you know showcased through their own marriage or how they chose to love their children and and then from there, 
it it creates a pattern on on the type of people that you end up finding and loving because you when you don't know something you search for it and typically when you're searching for something you've never known you go looking for it in all the wrong places so i've had a a troubled dating life um i've i've had an abusive boyfriend i've been sexually abused and what I had to learn about myself last year is I was dating from a defense mechanism. So at this point, I've done enough work to get past not thinking everybody is going to physically harm me, but I haven't got to a point where I'm past thinking everyone is going to mentally harm me. And in last year, I wouldn't even say, like, and I'm, a lot of my friends will disagree with this, but I refuse to call anyone that I've dated most recently, meaning the last year, a fuckboy because they're essentially not. They, they weren't. They just weren't for me. Um, and for me, that was growth even because it's easier to be dismissive and just be like, yo, that's, that fuck nigga. It's, easy, it's, it's, it's easier to blame others. When, a, then for whatever, then to even think for a possibility. Oh, it, it, it could. What what did I do? Yeah, like, right. And and granted, not every person I dated. There were people who I went into the dating situation knowing there was no actual future. But things that I wasn't admitting to myself is I'm not a person who necessarily can just date to say they're dating, because essentially what happens after a while is I do grow feelings for people, and then I've had, I have an expectancy that it's going somewhere. Now, this wasn't everyone, but there are certain people that I can depict from last year that I did apply this to, but never had real conversations with them about it. Um, so for me, things I'm choosing to leave in 2017, um, lack of communication, mm-hmm. uh, that's a little harder for me because I I don't know what communica- positive communication looks like in the realm of a relationship. So I'm making a promise to myself to continue to see my therapist with the intent of working on how to be a better communicator. So when I am dating someone, which I, I'm choosing, I'm not saying no to dating, but I'm not saying yes to dating right now. So the next time I... You got to go, go with the flow. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to live in a gray area, which I... Okay. Um, So, lack of communication, lack of uh, or expectancy of of what I'm choosing something is supposed to be, uh, which will go back to communicating. So, constantly checking in with my my partner at the moment and seeing where both of our heads are. Um, Towards the end of the year, I actually had the opportunity to date someone I needed to meet and it didn't work out but I'm not upset about it because it just it didn't work out for whatever reasons I'm sure he has his reasons unfortunately I haven't it we we didn't have a conversation for me to know what his reasons are it is what it is um but one thing I can take from this last person that I dated one I'm so proud of myself because I told him I loved him and I haven't done that to somebody, even if I felt that way, I refused to tell that person because it was more like a, I was had the expectancy of you showing me everything that I needed to be comfortable in order for me to reciprocate. Even if I felt that way, I was stopping myself from saying how I felt because I was having expectancy that this person has to tell me everything before I open up. 
So it's another thing. I'm going to stop myself from opening, from not opening up. If I feel away, I'm going to showcase it because I end up feeling better when I do. Um, and then also, the the biggest thing I learned from this last person I dated, I didn't realize I was dating people and expecting them to learn me, but wasn't so clouded in the brain that I wasn't learning people. Mm. Um, That's a word. That's a word. That's a word. So <laughs> I I was dating this person, and and I you know with my anxiety, not to blame it, but. It's a side effect of it when I'm not constantly in therapy. I don't think about this. Um, I overthink everything, but I don't live in the moment of. So I'm dating this person and, you know, every action I'm taking it back and I'm thinking it through and analyzing every aspect of it, but never stop to see what they were thinking. So um, the biggest thing I'm leaving with dating um, from dating in 2017 is not making sure, well, not making sure I'm getting to know that person too. Not having the expectancy of this person to learn the ins and outs of me and accept me, but not accepting them. Um, So for every question asked, I am going to turn around and ask it to you. For every gesture given, I'm going to turn around and give it to you. And then when those feelings deplete, it's okay to walk away because for everything that was given, I'm choosing to give as well. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I feel like we needed some mute music and, you know, <laughs> you know some, yeah, some, some snaps you, and your all. Your girl is actually trying to grow up out here. I, when I tell you this last month, I've been extremely anxious. Um, I've, I've learned new parts of me. I've had people reveal things to me where... For whatever reason, I was selfish in the wrong ways last year. Um, and I'm not, I don't even regret, I had nothing about last year do I regret. Um, but, and, and the way it ended, it was so beautiful because it brought me back to the humbling I needed so I can move forward being better. So that's in friendship and relationships and with my career. So, Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, your turn. <laughs> um, I don't know if mine's gonna be that. I don't know. All right. So, in twenty seventeen, in twenty eighteen, we're leaving a couple things of twenty seventeen. Uh, one one thing we're leaving, we're definitely leaving lack of communication. Um, we've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. Communication is key to everything. Um, I can't properly learn how to take care of you or treat you if you don't communicate how how that works with me and i can't and, and, and i can't reasonably expect you to do the same unless i communicate that to you um so i think we're leaving the 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 fear of communication behind um we're leaving um we're leaving ignoring red red flags Ooh. Behind in twenty and yes. we leaving that in twenty seventeen yeah, yeah. because my mom always told me and I'm sure everyone's mama told them too like when a person shows you what they who they are believe them. Shout out to Maya Angelou. Um, what is it? The first time a person shows you who, who they, they are, are believing. No, I'm listen. Something sound like either we, way. We, Maya Angelou said it. We, we freestyling <laughs> off the top. We we freestyling off the top right now. Um, <laughs> but like you, we we can't ignore red flags. Um, red flags, if they're ignored, 
get us fucked up. And then when we get fucked up because we ignore the red flags, then that person, you know what I'm saying, like, I showed you who I was. Like, there, there's a parable about, um, it was like the, it was like the snake and um, somebody else. It was either the turtle or, actually, it was a snake and a man. Um, and so, like, you know, this man saw this snake near death, you know, on the side of a road, took it, you know, took it back to his home, rehabilitated it, you know, got it healthy, you know, made, did like really like sacrifice his life for the snake. And then when the snake got healthy, um, you know, he ended up biting the man. And and the man was like, 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 snake, like, why did you bite me? Like, after all that I've done for you, like, why did you do this? And he was like, the snake was like, because I'm a snake. You knew I was a snake when you met me. Like, if a person shows you who they are, no matter how much good you do to try to rehabilitate them, they're still going to be who they are, especially early. Like, oftentimes we see these red flags early in any, in any courtship. And then we try to ignore it because we're still in that honeymoon phase. And then when it comes back around and bites us in the ass, we want to act like, oh, my God, I didn't know. Like, they showed you who they are. So we can't we can't ignore red flags of 2018. Um, also, moving, we got to leave putting every single thing about your relationship in public in 2017. Like everybody don't need to know your business. Oh my god, that's that's another thing. Um not to interrupt, but to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. I I learned la- like last year was the first time I dated somebody where I didn't like if you know me, you knew, but if you you like I didn't publicize it. I mean, here and there I make a tweet about, you know, this person that I'm dating, but Moving forward, I do not care to share any aspect of my relationship with social media. And this is coming from my viewpoint, being a person sharing, and from uh, bearing witness to other people who sharing their relationship and knowing their grass wasn't that green. Look, like I said, for me, I'm not, I can't. Like, even, even a little bit I did in 2017, we got to dead that. You know what I mean? Like, again, there's communication, but then there's over-communication. Because, like, if I take an L, I'm going to take an L in private. If if we going good... It's better that way, too. Like, if I take an L, I'm going to take an L in private. If we going good, we're going to go good in private. If, like, we're going through some shit, we're going to go through some shit in private. Honestly, though, if you don't share your relationship, and God forbid, or, you know, whatever, it don't work out, oof, it's so much easier to get over it. It's like it never happened. Because it never happened. You don't have to go through and delete those pictures. You don't have, like, and people make, like, jokingly tweets. They'll be like, oh, you know, if you started your relationship on social media, we deserve to know how it ended and why. And it's like, no, legit, like, people, you say you're joking, people really mean that. Like, people will, hey, what What happened to you and so-and-so? Yeah, and, like, and and, and that. I owe nothing to anyone. But, like, but. If no one can ask you what happened to so-and-so, then that helps in the healing process that you're not constantly reminded of so-and-so. Um, the last thing that I think we're leaving in 2017, um, we're just leaving, we're leaving wasting energy in thing or trying to save things that don't need to be saved. 
Everything don't deserve my energy or, or my time. Every person doesn't deserve my energy or my time. Um, you have to analyze who deserves what, when, and why. Um, so you have to have an open mind in the beginning. But like, if if we go, if you want to argue with me about some bullshit, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna entertain it. Like 20, 20, 2017 me might have entertained your fuckery and gotten myself angry in this argument. But if you want some, like, look, out, it's easier to walk away. Or is it like you got it? Or or how at me when you how at me when you when you when you when you're not mad anymore. My new response to almost everything is okay. Like like we not, <laughs> not that I agree with you, just okay. Like we <laughs> here's what we not doing because like at the end of the day, like my energy and my peace is way more important. Whatever the fuck you got going on right now, and that's being selfish in the right way, quote unquote. Is like look at the end of the day, I have to I have to be able to live with myself, be able to sleep at night and be able to be the best person I can be. And if you are distracting or detract, if you are distracting or detracting from any of these things, you got to get the fuck out. Point, plank, period, end the conversation. But that's what I am so leaving. You're leaving. I'm leaving in 2017. Um, I, in dating, I definitely want to leave and I think I, I basically said this, but I I don't want to be the toxic person in my relationships. And and not to say that I necessarily am, but I don't want to look at the people I'm dating and, and just be like deduced to them being toxic so I feel better. I don't want to end a dating situation relationship or even be in the midst of one and not be able to reflect on my actions that are being put forth, no matter what their actions are. Like, I even if I can recognize the wrong in somebody else, I want to make sure that I'm recognizing that in myself, and vice, also with being right. Before before you analyze the speck in my eye, please first analyze the log in yours. That's in the Bible. Don't ask me the actual verse and chapter and verse, because I don't know that. We still working on that. But, like, you just, it just, and another thing they say is like, if you point one finger at somebody else, realize that three fingers are pointing back at you. Like, we just got to keep, we just got to not be hypocritical. We got to keep that same energy that like we have for everybody else and be able to be able to check ourselves um, when we are in need of being checked. Um, but speaking of checking ourselves, we're going to run into this next topic. So Dave Chappelle dropped two new uh, Netflix specials. Um, I'm not sure if this is. I can really speak on this because I haven't watched either of them. Well, I've watched, and so— I'll let you do some talking. <laughs> and so, okay, so he dropped two new uh, Netflix specials. Um, did you at least see some of the backlash that he— On the internets? On the internets. Yes, I did. All right. So, um, first, so, like, kind of make a long story short, um, released two Netflix specials. And the first one— um, I can't pronounce this called Equip. I can't pronounce that, so I'm not even going to try to embarrass myself. I don't even know the name of them. Um, but, like, the second one's called The Bird Revelation, but the first one's called Equanimity or something. Um, so the first one, he discussed kind of, like, the backlash he got from those first two Netflix specials about, like, the trans, the trans, the trans, um, transgender and the trans comments, comments he made. Um... If they're offensive, then honestly, I'm gonna go with the trans community on this. But again, I haven't seen it. And so, and so, and so, and so, that's why I'm here because I wanted to. I wanted to put my opinions out on wax on a couple of things that he said. And also, there's one thing that he said that I feel like we need to discuss further. And it, and and I'll get to it. So he he said like, hey, he was like, look, you know, 
I got this backlash, and he was like, um, he was like, he's like, as a policy, I never feel bad about anything I say on stage as like a, as like a general policy, which as a comedian kind of makes sense, because comedians in general, especially comedians in Dave's Dave's ilk, or like a Dave, a Chris Rock, a you know a Louis C.K. or Richard Pryor, who have that jaded wit, who have to like analyze the world and then make jokes about it, like you know you can't really feel bad, but. You know, he talked about for time a fan wrote him a letter um, discussing like how she was a big, you know, the transgender person was like a big fan. But when they got to the transgender jokes, she was devastated. And he was like, he was like, I never feel bad about what I say on here, but I felt bad that I made someone else feel bad. And he was like, and he was like, do I have to? And he's like, he's like, it, that letter forced me to do something that not a lot of black men have the time or the money to do. Actually, I had to think about my feelings and myself and like, did I have a problem with transgender people? He was like, absolutely not. He was like, absolutely not. He was like, he was like, do I, he was like, do I understand everything about that? No, but it's not my place. Not my place to understand that you deserve to live the same quality of life as anyone else. And he says that, but then he also goes into some more trans, more transgender jokes about Caitlyn Jenner. Um, talking about like how he, you know, the rumor was Caitlyn Jenner was going to pose um, nude in Sports Illustrated, and he was like, he was like, I know y'all can't say it, but I'm, sp- I feel like I'm speaking for the majority of people when I say, yuck, <laughs> and just kind of goes into like that bit. Mm. My thing about this, and I think the one of the questions I want to talk about as far as this topic before I go into anything else further with Dave Chappelle is. Is there any, like, are, can certain groups, identity groups, be joked on without without it being a phobic, if that makes sense? Like, like we joke, like, like for example, can trans people, because that's what we're talking about, can, are they allowed to be joked about in the same way that we joke about, or in Dave's, Dave's case, how Dave... And other comedians joke about everything else. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Mm, I don't know. Do I don't know. Ever since the Trayvon Martin case, I think the shift of how we view people and speak to others has completely changed. Um, just being an adult, coming into adulthood in this prime, it's easier to s- stay silent on things than to offend. You know what I mean? So for me personally, like, I'm never going to crack those jokes, even if it is just a joke, just because I wouldn't want to offend. So I would personally say no. I think for me, I think I think one of the reasons I'm confused about the outrage, I'm not confused because I get it, but it's like I don't necessarily grief all of it is one. Dave Chappelle has always been pretty offensive. Like, he's always been pretty offensive. His first Chappelle show skit was about a black white supremacist and and, and a white family called the niggers. Like, he's had a, he had a children's, like, a little Sesame Street offshoot about venereal diseases. Like, so many things. So, while I think, it's, I'm not going to tell people what they can and cannot be offended by. It's not my place. I do think that if you are offended, 
by 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 that by Dave Chappelle. Stand up and stand up in general is just not for you, which is okay. But Dave Chappelle has not. People are like, I don't. He's never been like this. Yes, he has. He has been like this. It's just I feel like Dave Chappelle didn't change, but culture around him did. Because like some of the jokes that like. And I guess that's something to review. Like, but I get it. Like, this is a person that's always been, but it's like, like you just said, like the culture's changed. So it's like, well, it's a culture we're not accepting. And he, and he, and he even made he even made point of it. He was like, he was like, man, like, like America has turned into some sensitive ass bitches. He said that, not me. So don't, you know, call me out I for you. I told those. you I don't have the energy to argue this year. I was like, I, I'm just because you, because we talked about this in 2017 about about, about you, the bitch word and all of that. Right. But um, but it's I like, don't have the energy. So like, I think I think he even acknowledge, he acknowledges that the culture has changed. Is it sensitive or is it just recognizing that we don't treat people well? I think in certain areas it's sensitive because again it's about keeping the same energy. The reason the reason why is and I'm, I'm sorry if I cut you off, but it's like. If you were okay with everything else he said um, up until the transgender jokes, then I'm like, then I can't necessarily respect Honestly, it. Most comedians, I don't even pay attention to because I'm like, oh, that's offensive, and I personally, but you know me, like I don't watch TV in general. Like I pop culture in the sense of like television, movies. Eh, I'm not your intended. Like it's hard to have this conversation with me because I don't keep up with that. And and, and and that's why I'm like I'm kind of having a conversation for the people who are going to listen. Right, I get it. You know, because like, and, and sorry, I don't really have much to add. <laughs> you're, you're fine. You're fine. We we gonna get to the point where I think you might have something to add to it. Um, okay. Um, now, if you want to talk about Nipsey Hustle, we can we can get to him in a minute. <laughs> we can get to him in a minute. Um, Dumbass. We can get to him in a minute. Um, but it was like, I think if if you're if you're offended by everything that Chappelle says, then that that makes sense because like he says a lot of offensive things, but of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if you were laughing and uproaring, so I guess it's it. It brings back to what we were talking about in the beginning of it. It's like you said, keep that same energy. It's like you mad about H&M, but you're not mad about Like, I'm sure y'all re-download an Uber. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, and I think that's what it is. It's like, if you if you was laughing up to that point, but then he got the return of gender jokes, and you're like, oh, my God. You know what it really is? People aren't offended until it affects them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's why I say keep the same energy. I don't know. I feel like with trans jokes, like, go meet with the trans community and, and talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be passed on a joke, like, go talk to the people in effect and see how they feel about it, which is kind of hard because the broad community. But you know, and it's not like being they're walking around announcing. Yeah, but it's kind of like using using terms like the F word. Like, sure, somebody might think like, oh, I don't, I'm not being offensive, but blah, blah, blah. But I'm not using it. But I do also know there are gay friends I could be around and they'll, like, and they'll flip they'll it. allow me to use I guess you know they'll, 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 they don't they don't they don't see it as necessarily offensive coming from or certain even people the D word like I'm not a bisexual or gay woman however comma I do have gay women in my life and if I were to use the D word they're not necessarily offended by me me using it but that's probably about we talk about earning capital right we're talking about earning social capital be able to yeah use that. but then flip it like if somebody used nigga around me, a white person, you know, who the fuck, what, skirt, but it's like, it's one of those things, like, but even with that, I'm starting to be like, oh, I guess I can't be too upset that some people 
Because, again, like we talked about that point, where they may have, quote-unquote, earned that social capital around their black friends to but be I able to say that. But different than me feeling like men shouldn't use the word bitch. You know? It's one of the, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, it's every, if, it's, if you want to, you can be offended by everything in today's society. Or be offended by nothing. I don't know. It's all opinion-based, I guess. And in that case, I, like I said, this year I'm not arguing with your opinion. Your opinion is yours, mine is mine. I'm not in the business of changing anyone. And so, but if I disagree, we probably, we're not going to have too many conversations. That's but, where I am. <laughs> um, and so, but the other thing, the other thing that I want to talk about, about Dave Chappelle, he made a point in the second uh, stand-up, um, The Bird of Revelation. You know, when we were talking about, um, he was talking about like Harvey Weinstein and Louis C.K. and everyone else. Um, you know, he and he cracked jokes on that too, that people may have saw as offensive. But I want to get to the point he said, he talked. He, he likened the current the current culture to like South Africa and apartheid, and saying like he said, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't. I don't have a full quote. He said, um, he's like by all measures, apartheid in South Africa should have ended in a fucking bloodbath, because that's the way things like that ended in South Africa with a huge messy ass civil war, but it didn't because Nelson Mandela. And the rest of his uh, group did something about like it's called truth and reconciliation. You've heard about this, right? Mm-hmm. And so basically, you know, for those who haven't heard about it, and I'm doing a summary job. So if you want to get down to the nitty gritty, you know, Google's still free for now. Um, basically, they realized that like if if a system is corrupt then those who follow the law, or if a law is corrupt and the system is corrupt, those who follow the law and the system aren't necessarily criminals because they're following the law. It's the system and the law that is to blame, not necessarily the actors who are following the law and system. But in order, because everything is so fragmented and everything was so compartmentalized, Mm -hmm. that in order to figure out where the root of the issue was and where the problems really lied, Everyone had to tell what part they played and what they did. And so liking it and liking it to what it is now, because how many times in 2017 we talked about like the system, we all benefit, every man has benefited from patriarchy, therefore men are trash as a goal, because even if you're not actively. You're still benefiting from the system in which was built. Right. So we've, we've talked about this and. I'm of the opinion that, like, in order for us to continue to to grow into out of what this patriarchal system is, that it can't just be women. There has to be cisgendered straight male allies. But in 2018, especially with um, everything that's going on as far as, like, every other day there's someone else that's getting knocked for sexual allegations, there's a lot of fear. I feel like I'm speaking for myself and I'm speaking for some of the men I know. Men want to help, but they're scared. Mm-hmm. They're scared because if they if we help, you know, and Dave Chappelle made a joke. He was like, Ben Affleck tried to say something like, what happened to these girls were disgusting and it was awful. And then someone came out like, shut up, nigga. You, 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 you did it too. Like, nigga, you just a titty in 95. Well, it was the same with Matt Damon. And it was like, you were coming out in defense of, but you're not. But, and I think there's two points. It's, 
be defensive, but acknowledge that you two fell short at places. It's like it, without it, that acknowledgement, how and, can but, I? And I think, and I think where we're going is like for we have to create a space for 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 people to acknowledge where they fell short without fear of like. Backlash. Backlash or, like, the, the strong... As long as you didn't do... If, Which is why I'm continuing to learn we have to leave space to forgive people. And I and I think that's... And that's because, like... Because right now... That's what's missing in activism. That, that, it, it really is. It's <laughs> because, like, if, I come, if I'm still unlearning things, mm-hmm. it's not a zero to a hundred process. Right. And even when you're unlearning, you're still going to make mistakes. But... In being an adult and being knowledgeable, it's realizing I might make a mistake, but I'm also going to acknowledge my mistake. Give me space to acknowledge it. And, and think about, remember, at, uh, so at our launch party, when we had that discussion, mm-hmm. and, and the guy kept saying the word female, and, like, every time he would say it, we would, like, jump on him yeah. and, like, derail the point he was trying to get out. Because it was, like, and after the first, he was, like, my bad, I'm sorry. Like, and then, like. But, but even then, he recognized, like, I, okay, the first couple of times he was, like, you guys are yelling at me for saying, but then like by the fifth time, it was like it was less like it was more ah, and more like okay, like, like it was more so like my point, my point in mentioning that. <laughs> and he was like, my bad. And like my point in mentioning is that is like you know we can't be so quick to jump on every mistake to derail possible po- positive contributions and conversations. Yeah. So kind of thinking about like how the truth and reconciliation went, like we need to give that space for for men or for whoever to be like, okay, like here's where I felt fall short. Here's here's where I may have actively participated in this patriarchy. Um to be able to admit that without fear of like backlash or repercussions. And mind you, I am you know, there's limitations. Like if you if you are, you know, if it's if you're breaking the law, then you you know you still might get some repercussions, yeah, you know. Yeah. But if you're if, if you're just talking about like, okay, here's what I did, here's how I felt short, or here's what I did that made someone may have felt questionable, um, like without the fear of like, okay, like now you're you have a scarlet letter. I feel like we will get so much farther because oh, one hundred ten percent. Because again. You attract more bees with honey than you do vinegar, and if and if we're trying to attract more straight male allies to kind of help into this this discussion, we need to be able to give them that space. Just like the civil rights movement wouldn't have worked without some white allies. Just like any movement doesn't, it doesn't work work without allies with, without allies of the people who are quote unquote privileged. But if you're not going to allow those people who are in quote unquote privilege so to admit that, maybe one thing we've we've missed in activism as a whole in in turning always turn, whoa skip your words when you can't find them stuff. We are so gung ho on changing thing the status quo that we never take time to collect our group so we can like it's it, like you like you you want to change the world. But you gotta. I never thought I would become this person. <gasps> what? I mean, growth is crazy, ain't it? It's like, but it's like you gotta think men are trash, but don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh Jesus! Tyra meme. <laughs> oh man! But it's just like, look. At the end of the day, as a, as as a straight male, like 
I'm not going to, even though you may think I have all this, I have all the privilege in the world, and you think, like, you know, you need to just shut up and, and just listen to us. Like, yeah, like, I'm listening, but you you can't expect me to listen to you if you don't give me space to, 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 to be listened to. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm just going to say, fuck it, <laughs> and I'm going to continue to enjoy my privilege. Because at the end of the day, if you don't allow me to try to, you know, get in where I fit in to try to understand any person who's privileged can just say, fuck it, I'm just going to enjoy the privilege I already have instead of trying to get you to come with me so we can all have that same privilege. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. And that's what and that's what, that's what I want to talk about as far as that Dave Chappelle speech. Mm-hmm. Because that part in particular stuck with me. And I was like, we got to, we, I, need to I need to speak on it. Um, any other thought processes on... It's hot as hell in here. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is my thought process. Um, <laughs> all right, so moving on. Um, I want to talk about, again, this is the Shoot Your Shot podcast, right? I want to talk about why women should shoot more shots in 2018. Oh, my God. This is literally... Okay, I'm here for this because <laughs> this is something that I myself have, like... All right, that... it. When you and HD were talking about, like, you guys sparked that, and it was, like, it's based off of your confidence, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, like, not necessarily what was said, but it did ring a bell with me. I'm like, I don't hit on men, and I can't, like, there's nothing necessarily stopping me, and I think it's more like a, it's actually, like, based off of the patriarchy, but it's just, like, totally didn't leave my mouth. Right, 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 right. I never agree with patriarchy, I'm like, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fall victim to the system. Oh, what happens? No, I'm, just, I'm kidding, though. But um, basically, patriarchy has set it up in a way that where a woman is to be responsive to a man but never vocal. So, and, in, and part of that is who hits on who. And there's the expectancy for men to hit on women, not right. the other way around. But the men that I typically hit on versus the men that hit on me, there's been more longevity in our situations when I was the one who initiated it. And and that's where I want to get to. I want to get into this because a couple different things. One, we, you know, consent was the buzzword of 2017, right? Um, you know, get consent, get consent, verbal consent, whatever consent, blah, 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 blah. Consent, 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 consent. You know how we can... Make sure that there's consent involved if a woman shoots a shot. Because if a woman shoots a shot, then you know. Then, then, then we, then we're more likely to quickly understand is there consent, is there that not consent. It might be problematic, but I agree with it. But Sometimes it, you gotta, I, but it's more, it's like, it's also, it's just a matter, it's just a matter of like going after what you want. And so, it is safer. It's, it's, it's safer because here's Listen, the, ladies, if you think I'm being problematic, just keep me in, let me know, okay? But, I'm gonna agree with Calvin, but if somebody tell me like why I shouldn't, I'm I'm all ears to listening, but only to women. <laughs> I don't need the opinion of a man. Thanks. Okay. There's <laughs> the old stuff. It's, it's going to take pe- a while, pe- but peeking, clearly peeking out. I'm a new person. Peeking out, but it's like <laughs> it, 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 like my my opinion on it is like well. If 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 you sit back and wait for someone to shoot at you, um, man, woman, or other, you know, or anything, anybody who's in a in a, in a, a uh, the dating culture, if you sit back and wait for someone to shoot at you, your dating pool is only limited to the people who were brave enough to to, to express their interest to you. Versus, if you are taking active, you know, participation in trying to go get 
what you want by shooting your oh shot, God. your dating pool expands to whoever the fuck you want. You're absolutely right. But I also wanted to add something to things I'm leaving behind in my dating life in 2017. Sucking dick, my nigga. It ain't happening no more. Nigga, what? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. If he loves me, he'll understand I can't do it. Like, like, ever? Or like he has to like get some get to like a certain level in the game to unlock that part of a fucking. <laughs> I don't know. There's also I don't know. This also goes into like when to have sex with men because that's also a tricky thing I'm trying to work out in my brain. But if I can't recognize that you can't realize that I too am a sexual being who actually enjoys the act of, then I'm not giving you shit, and I'm definitely going to wait on giving a man head. We were doing so well. No, I mean we are still doing well, but that's like my my I'm I'm confused. I don't have a ninety day rule, but I need to recognize that you recognize that I too am a sexual being here trying to be pleased in pleasure and give pleasure. How do you? But how do you I'm find? I'm not that? sure, so it's okay. going to be a learning process. Okay, because because you know where I was going. I'll give updates. Okay, because I'm like first and most ninety day rules are trash. Don't ever don't. I don't even believe in them. Like no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you do. I'm if saying, I really like a dude, I'm all gung ho for sending it out on the first day. You can't control chemistry. You can't control. You can't control the vibe. No, but you just got to be safe about it. You can control leaving a man when he can't recognize that you two are a sexual being. That's co- that's also part of chemistry. That's also a part of red flags. You know, this is like we're saying a lot of the same shit here. I know. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. Like almost at all this episode, which is like Whoa, really weird, really weird, <laughs> really weird. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, like the reason because again, women should shoot more shots because. Shoot more shots, ladies. I I mean, your dating pool expands yeah. because now you're not just picking out of the niggas who are brave enough to talk to you or brave enough to, like, boldly you know, express their interest. You're picking out of the people you want. Um, and I feel like that can only benefit, only benefit women and also will benefit men because, again, men like to be pursued a little bit too. Shit, like, you know? <laughs> like, boost my ego up a little bit. Hit on me a little bit. Let me know I'm somebody. You feel me? It just And I feel like then we cut we get, we cut past the, the the introductory bullshit a lot quicker when when we when we not introductory bullshit as far as like I was about to say you gonna put the honest on women now no 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 I'm talking about like once clean it up for me let me cut <laughs> let me let me cut let me cut um when a woman that makes her interest known that at that point we cut past the introductory shit a lot faster because now we both can know what it is or what it isn't. Whether it's going somewhere, whether it's not going somewhere, whether we're just trying to figure shit out on the fly. Until then, in 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 in, in society as it is, when it's a male dominated, you know, shoot your shot society, male dominated, male makes the first move. Oftentimes women play coy, you know, kind of play you know, not like not hard to get, but like kind of play coy, kind of play like, let's see where this goes. I'm not really going to give, you know, too much hints because I want to see who he is first. But what y'all don't realize is that like for the inter- introductory bullshit, y'all, you're not even meeting the person. You're meeting that person's representative. You're meeting the best foot forward possible that any person can meet. And like oftentimes. Somebody said on Twitter today um, that 
women, or not women, but when we date people, like in the first month, we should start asking them about their childhood trauma. Um, this is irrelevant to what we were talking about, but, but it sparked something when you said you're being somebody's representative. And I'm just thinking, as somebody who has childhood trauma, like, how do you, like, hey, hey, might have grew up in an abusive home. Is but I, like, you know what I mean? Like, what? It's, 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 uh, that is on along the same milk as it was like, I mean, again, in one of those Twitter topics where it was like, my y'all niggas do regular first day questions. My first day questions are more so it was like, how do you feel about the socioeconomic? Like, no, it's not. I mean, in theory, yes, you but, do want to be that person, but in reality, fuck, no, we're not. Like, like I'm and, I was, and I'm the type of person, I'm like, what happened to asking me, like, who's my top five, like, artists? Or like, what music do I listen to? Like, in any conversation, you can't force the shit. The shit will go where it's going to go. And then you analyze where it went. And then you make decisions off of that. If you've never talked about anything, you know, that is real, that is real substantial, take that as a sign. If, 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 if the conversation flows to childhood traumas and fucking, um, then yeah, then go for it. Go for it. But like, it, you can't, that's honestly, not. Honestly, me, like, I'm probably not even going to tell you anything happened to me unless you, I invite you to a therapy session where I feel comfortable. Like, but I, that's also probably reason. Whatever, we're not getting into that. Back here. <laughs> Back to meeting people's representatives. But, but like we, but in 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 the first first time frame, the honeymoon phase, we're just meeting each person's best foot forward. Because think about it, like if we're if we're likening relationships and dating to like jobs. After you know, when you first get hired, you don't show up late on the first day. They'll fire your ass. No, you show up late on the sixtieth day. <laughs> you show up late as soon as that probationary After period is the probationary. <laughs> as soon as that pro- probationary period is over, you take you take that first PTO day. You show up late. You, you may take a longer lunch, but because like you've made it past the probationary period, date like the probationary period in dating is a um, 60, 90 day rule. It's it's based off of feelings. It's based off of how shit's moving. So we're meeting people's representatives until they feel comfortable enough to show us the real, and oftentimes. That introductory probationary period is cut is when the woman is like, look, nigga, like, what's up? Like, I like you. Now, I have to, now as a man, I have to make a decision. Do I, do I like her back? Do I just want to fuck her? Do I, do I just want to be friends with her? Like, I have to make that decision instead of, like, letting shit linger on because I don't know where your head is. If I don't know where your head is, I don't know, like, I, I'm not forced to figure out where my head is. And we're just playing this fucking game. Another thing to add to my list, um, I'm not going to be quiet about the fact, I'm or vocal about my intentions up front within the first couple of dates. Like, hey, either it's I want to fuck or I'm looking for a relationship. And... I like to do this thing where I pretend I don't know. I be knowing. I be knowing just as much as me, you know. Like, I think it's that whole, again, this patriarchy thing that we all fall for. Whereas, like, women have have this space. Are supposed to be demure. We're not supposed to be, like. Like, you can't be up front and be like, my nigga, I'm just trying to fuck. But, you know, this is a year of. My nigga, I'm just trying to fuck. And actually saying it and not just, like, going with it. Just. Like, look, because here's the thing. Hey. I saw a tweet. and then, Your yeah, dick looks like it might be good. I'm trying to find out. It's one of those things where, like, instead of even asking, like, the what are we question, it's more so, like, put it in. State. It's, it's, it's put it in lamest terms. It's like, look, are you my man or, or no? Are you, like, Be are, together or no? It's like, 
it was pretty much like, because I even, way, way shortly put it, it was like, no more what not are we? I'm questioning. Like, <laughs> hey, if you don't want to be with me, I'm out. Not, but it's not even, it's not even, I'm out. It's more so it's like, it's like, are you are you my man or am I still understanding of a niggas? Which one it is? Or like, just like. Or, you know, instead of, you know, starting with the question, end with the question, girl. So, <clears throat> hey, I'm still under entertaining other people. Did you want to switch this up or can I continue? I like that better. Either way, like, and I lead with the truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like instead of asking what are we, so now I'm trying to think like, oh shit, like does she want to be in a relationship? But be like, look, nigga, like, are you my instead man? Of saying what are we? State with what you think you want, and then question where where their heads at. Look, man, just keep it, keep it a hundred, keep it a hundred at all times at all costs, man. Like that's really what we got to do in 2018. Um, and that all starts with like being more aggressive at what you want. Women and women included. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any ever any ever thought processes or topics on it? Nah. All right. So we we about an hour in. We got we got probably time for one more topic for real. Uh, which one we, do we want to do? Cop blocking or do we want to do which? What happens when your shit hits the fan? What happens when your shit hits the fan? Okay. So. What happens when your shit hits the fan? Like, I mean, we all have had those moments where it feels like everything around us. Oh, my God. I could totally speak on this right now. Cool. Okay. I'm present. <clears throat> Keep going. <laughs> like, we, we've, we've all had those moments where it feels like everything around you is kind of crumbling to pieces. Your friends are fucking up. Your, 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 your relationship's fucking up. <laughs> your, literally like, your... your People stressing you out at your job, or you, or you may have just got let go. Or you got laid off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, so the question is, is like, when all of these things are happening, when your shit's in the fan, or like, when, because I think what motivated me was again redacted because I'm not a snitch. Um, got caught up, got put on a summer jam screen when with it, with with his with his hoes, like, as in like, okay, Ooh. we'll talk about okay. Wait, wait, did I miss that? He he's not in Cincinnati no more. He moved. But we'll talk about who. We'll talk about it later. But like more. I than, mean, there's a couple people. I just think this might be the year that cheaters get exposed. I'm not going to say anything. I know who you all are, and I'm just going to. Ah, that's gonna be me all year. Every. Oh, I but, feel like it's the year of cheaters being exposed. But it's fine. Uh, anyway, anyways, but like basically, like his shit hit the fan. Like you know, he was out. He, now he wasn't cheating on nobody, but he was out here moving real reckless with multiple women's and like move and like similar Some friends. Women thought it was going places it wasn't, and then like in like similar friend circles, there were screenshots involved, and like it all blew up on New Year's Eve in a whole group chat, and I was just like, I was shook because like mind you. My that that person is oh a friend God, of we mine. We never said Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year niggas. Twenty eighteen gang shit. Um, but like, Keep going if you want to. <laughs> but like, as like my nigga, like you know, what I'm saying like, obviously, I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want this for him. I don't want this to happen to him. But it's also like, nigga, you was out here fucking up. <laughs> you was out here moving real reckless, and like. When you move reckless, sometimes reckless shit happens to you. When you do clownery, sometimes the clown comes back to bite. Whoever you stole that from, take it back. <laughs> take it back. And if and if you came Shout up with out that, to Monique and Charm School, I was like, take it, take it back, return to sender. But like, 
my thing was like, so like basically when shit, your shit hit the fan, whether it's of your own doing, of things that you can control, how should you respond and handle it? Take some time to yourself. That's the best advice I can give you. Turn off your phone, delete all your apps, open up a book, plan out what you see for yourself in the next year. Be honest with yourself. Take some time to reflect on your actions. See what you did right. Be grateful. Show gratitude to the universe for what you did right or perceive to think you did right. And then ask yourself, what could I have done better? And write that down. And then move forward being a better person. <laughs> like, for me, it was one of those things where it's like... No, but that's a different, like, your shit hit the fan. My shit hit the fan is like... It's actually a whole bunch of things that are out of my control, and I have to find comfort in not having control right now. Right. So for me, it, it is a, a lot of isolation while I just find comfort. I think, um, I for think that nigga, God bless you. I think that nigga need to find isolation, too. It sounds like he does. Like, just... But when you're messing with that many women, and, uh, and you're, like, you know they're women that they know each other, there's something to it about you that you felt like you had to do that. You need to ask yourself and figure out the answer to why you felt like you needed to do that. I mean, I have my personal answer. Um, I, I'm not going to— my water in the car? I'm sure I I'm not going to um, say it on the podcast because, again, I feel like that's dry snitching. Yeah. But, like, it was like—you know how you see a train wreck coming? But, like, you can't do shit to stop it. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was like, eventually this is going to blow up on you. I didn't anticipate it was going to blow up on you as soon as it did. But, like, even the confidence in his circle was trying to... Can I ask you as his friend, did you ever tell him, like, hey, bro, maybe you shouldn't? We, uh, I was about to say, like, we've... We tried to, and I say we because it wasn't just me, mm-hmm. tried to, like, at least advise him, like, on how to move a little differently like we was like bro you know they got you know they got a group chat right like you know you're probably a topic in that group chat right like that is so messy like cause I'm just thinking like I don't know like I might not be telling the internet but for damn sure as soon as I get a nigga like even if he I mean initially like he'll get a nickname and then eventually I'm like hey here come a nigga and, and kind of you go to your friends to run stats back from them. Like, ho, like, like, there's give a, me the whole facts. Like, like, listen, I was just like, there's a whole group chat. I'm sure, sure, women. And like, from what you're telling me, I'm sure you've been a, I'm sure you've been a, a, a topic of discussion because first for most, that whole, the whole, the whole entire group chat knows you fucked at least one person because y'all make it obvious. Because y'all make it obvious. So like Well, if they make it obvious and then the other friends decide to But they they made it obvious that they did. It wasn't continuing, but they made it obvious that they that they had relations. Yeah. And yeah. then other friends still And that's why and that's why man, that, And that's why and I that's why I don't see I I don't fully blame my friend. Because they were messed those women my friends would never They were passing that nigga around like a traveler hood oh of a sister God, sister fan. Bro, the, the name they used for the nigga was Thought Potato. He was getting passed around like a Thought Potato. Oh, I low-key feel bad for him, but at the same time, like, you found comfort in that situation. Like, you were okay. Like, he was... <laughs> but you're not actually okay with that. Like, they called you Thought Potato. 
And then he tried to flip it around like I on some. Hurt. He tried to flip it around like some hoes. I don't care. Or like come forward in my collection or some shit. It was just like no, you're not future. And he sounded stupid when he said it too. You got used, my guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he needs to go in isolation and reflect, too. I think he's he moving. He's moving, so... so I'll that. tell him to listen to this episode and say, you don't have a friend in me, actually. Um, just do better next time. Glad you're... Wait, so he currently live here and moving? No, he, he lived here. He's moved already, and he's moving again. Okay. So, like... We'll do better, my guy. Are you going to the cabin trip this weekend? I am. Have fun. Don't be a hoe. Anything else for the good of a culture? Um, hopefully next time we record, I have a job. If not, it's fine. It's really weird. I'm in this space where I could take time. Uh, and I guess that's cool. Just, it's like a self-worth thing where you're just waking up every day. You're not doing anything. You're like, oh, my God. No, nah, like, that get cool. That get, <sighs> for me, it was like, it, it's cool. It like, got tiring today. I was like, it's Today's co- day one. <laughs> I was like, it's cool until, like, Maybe like a couple of days afterwards, you're like, this is a, because like then you're bored, but all your friends have jobs and they're like, I'm busy at my job. I've accepted every dinner offering. I had dinner with a friend last night. I have dinner with a friend tomorrow night. I have a lunch date, dinner, not a date because it's with a friend. So whatever. But I have a lunch outing tomorrow and then I have a dinner outing on Friday. I live your best life. Wait, tomorrow, Wednesday? Yes, it is. I was off by a day. I have a, a lunch outing on Wednesday. But I think I'm grabbing coffee with somebody tomorrow. Live your best life. Live your best life. Me, you know, we're still grinding. We're still grinding. We're trying to... This is definitely a year of a grind. I have... Look, man. Little announcements sitting in the pocket, just waiting to be... Look, I'm... Listen. By 30... By 30, I need six figures. Or close. That's... You do that before 30. I said by 30. Like, 30 is, like, the end date. Like, obviously... You got four more years. Yeah. All right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the end date. Like, we trying to get it... We trying to get it now. But, like, the end date is... Uh, 30. 30. I'm, I'm trying to see a million by 30. Right, uh, five years. Well, yeah, five. All right, moral of the story. Boss your life up! And... It's your boy, C. Diddy. From lemons to lemonade, the lemonade stand. It's your girl, Stephanie. We out.